Hello again everyone and welcome back to another episode on the Ready Set Mind podcast with me, Kieran Farkas. Now this is the final episode of this series, I can't believe it, it's gone so quickly already but I want to thank you all so far for the feedback we have received because it has been really nice, really positive and there's been some areas for us to work on as well which is absolutely incredible now for today's episode it is on self-reflect sunday so based around self-reflection and how you can use that in your everyday lives and my guest today jess will provide such a great overview of that jess has her own business Glow Grow Coaching and has a lot of experience around sort of mindset and self-reflection as well and uses that within her everyday life and she is going to try and help you do the same as well and incorporate that as much as you can and or help you with that as well. So it should be a really, really exciting episode to listen to and it should be a great way to wrap up the series so again get your pen and paper ready and get ready to listen to another episode on the ready set mind podcast enjoy hi karen good you yeah i'm good thank you very good um thank you very very much for coming on to the ready set mind podcast really appreciate it because as we spoke about earlier you're very busy uh, in your in your day job and uh, (laughs) and your side business as well so um thanks for having me no you're more than welcome i'm I'm looking forward to uh to what will hopefully be a good episode as well i'm sure it will be so so. uh so we'll start off then uh with an introduction about yourself and Jess so if you just just provide an overview of who you are and what you do. Yeah of course so my name's Jess Redding and I'm the founder of Glow and Grow Coaching and I support women who want more from life to sort of get clarity, confidence and turn their hobbies into a business really so I'm a breakthrough and business slash life coach. Wow yeah and this from what I've seen, there's certainly so many good things that you do already and that you're doing already. It's just just amazing what you what you're doing really and the support you're providing people is is exceptional really. So yeah. Oh, thank great. you. Nice. It's it's okay. It's it's brilliant. So yeah, please please keep that up. That's that's amazing. So um so this episode will be on self reflection for self reflect Sunday. So start with the first question then what is self-reflection well I suppose for me self-reflection is a tool really um and I use it to sort of get clear on what I want to observe my own thoughts um and I think it's as much about sort of looking forward as it is looking back um reflecting on sort of what I think about the world what's already happened and where I want life to take me really um I think self-reflection is a really useful tool to sort of check in with yourself and think about you know what am I doing right now where do I want to go is what I'm doing right now going to help me get there and naturally this is going to look different for everyone and it's also going to mean something different for everyone and 
especially in the conversations I have I know some people will find this easier than other people you know a lot of people might be anxious sort of just spending some time with them with themselves with their own thoughts and reflecting that can be quite anxiety provoking for some people whereas I know other people like myself try and practice this daily and this becomes sort of more of a habit so I suppose it's really a tool but it depends on how you use it. Definitely I'd agree with that as well so thinking that thinking forward part was interesting as well can you expand on that a little bit more as well as so thinking forward as well as backwards? Yeah absolutely so I think for me um, self-reflection often looks like kind of goal setting um, and sort of that projecting forward looking forward but also reflecting on where I am now where I've been so that I can sort of create that future for myself um, and this is exactly what I do with clients as well we look at sort of where someone is at now you know what are some of those limiting beliefs that have been created from the past um, but really focusing on the future where we want to be um, so self-reflection is sort of that middle ground that tool that can take you from now to the past to the future um so i suppose that's what i mean by that really it's really just looking at where we've been to enable us to look at where we're going so yeah i think that's a good way of looking at self-reflection as well so again you said about people not always wanting to be alone with the thoughts Mm. and probably sort of scared about things like that not necessarily scared but just sort of not sure about where it It can be scary though I think it you know it is it is a weird place sometimes people aren't used to just sitting alone with their own thoughts you know especially in the world we live in now you know it's so much about connecting with others and it's so much about sort of virtual digital devices um and to sit alone quietly you know maybe with a journal it can be weird for people um, and I think it does it does create that sort of anxiety for people where they're like they're not sure what's going to come up um, or they're not sure where, where really to start um, so I think that's why it can feel a little bit scary at times. I think that's a key thing as well where they're not knowing where to start and not mm. sure where to start I know I certainly when I first sat down and and started a self-reflection journal as such mm. I sort of struggled with I think it's just getting it down onto paper I think mm-hmm. I find it easier to sort of say the words sometimes yeah than write them down so it's sort of thinking but that's, about what that's to quite say. important isn't it really like you know just because your way of doing it is different to someone else's it doesn't make it wrong um you know and for me it is about I love I love my journal I love getting things and seeing things on paper but if that feels almost too much for someone then maybe it is a conversation because that can still be self-reflection um even if it's not sort of with a journal and and a pen it can look different for everybody so I think that's still important like even though it looks different for you it's still what works for you definitely and it's like you said, it, that's what works for me. I, I can write things down and it does help. And like I said, I think it's important to push yourself outside of that comfort zone as well. Mm. Would you Would you say there's any other sort of self-reflection tools that you use or know someone that uses certain tools? So you've got talking, you've got writing journal. Is there any other methods that you use at all? Or? I think sometimes what can help is putting yourself in different environments. So, for example, I've recently started running and that's a good self-reflection technique, just thinking um, in a different space. 
um, maybe not writing anything down or even saying anything, just allowing yourself to reflect and think about different times of your life um, and maybe coming back to different thoughts in that environment. But also I think talking with people who don't know everything about your life can also be really helpful. Maybe that is a coach or a mentor, um, someone who can give you a really unique perspective on just what you want to share and maybe help you push past some of those limiting beliefs, push past those roadblocks that come up. I think that can also be quite helpful. Yeah, and I, and when you said about talking to people uh, about things that, that and they've, they probably don't know the person as well, I've certainly had that before where mm. people have uh, come up to me and they're going, I don't even know why I'm telling you this, or I'm, I'm going up to people and I don't even know why I'm telling you this. And the reason <laughs> is maybe that perhaps they, uh, I think people have said they you don't judge them as much because you don't know them as well maybe have you ever found Mm. that experience at all or I mean generally I think people are scared of being judged you know I think that is something that lives in all of us um and that I believe stems from this fear of you know being looked at being thought as to be weird or not being good enough you know and we're seeing this so much now not being good enough um everywhere we go it's something that massively was in my way on my route to to get into coaching um something that really stopped me from getting there or even thinking about trying it was this thought of not being good enough um and that's that's sort of what gets in our way so I think there's there's reasons for different areas you know what I mean I think these things come up and they stop us from going any further so people uh fear fear that judgment um and they're scared of what's going to come up, which is why they're probably more likely to speak to someone who maybe doesn't know the whole picture um, and they can pick and choose what they want to share. Yeah, so you said about as well, because that's interesting about um, what you've just said there. So you said about um, obviously people thinking about what they want to share and... Mm. things like that. Are there any barriers that sort of get in your way? For me personally? For you personally? Well, at the moment, I mean, I've worked through a lot of that internal um, stuff, I suppose, where um, I these limiting beliefs did come up a lot for me um, and they really did get in my way. But now it's about pushing forward and I know that I am good enough and I now believe that fully. You know, beliefs, and um things like that are so powerful um and they literally dictate our lives our our brains are so so powerful um so if we can sort of reframe those thoughts reframe what that looks like for us in a form of self-reflection then we can have a lot of powerful actions follow that in into our lives um and you know I'm sure you as well have had the same experience with coaching. That is what is so powerful about coaching. It can really open and open up that space and allow you to look at things really differently. Yeah, definitely. Different perspectives is massive in coaching. Mm. And I think, like you said, you can relate to a lot of it in life where people think certain things about certain situations. Mm-hmm. I know there's various things obviously that go on in, in sport where people have different perceptions on things. Certainly there's things in life where everyday lives where people have different perceptions on things. Oh, I, I for example, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know, uh, probably 
walk the same route somebody else walks on a certain daily basis for a certain reason. And mm. it's not because we're one or the other's wrong. It's because it's just a different way of walking, yeah. a different way of doing it. Um, like, like same with reflection as well, where I say what I want to, what I think, and a lot of people will write down what they think. So again, mm. it's, it's just different ways of looking at that. And the thing is, a lot of what we do, a lot of what we say, a lot of how we react is based on previous past events, experiences that have happened in our lives. Um, you know, we are massively, massively impacted by previous experiences. Yeah. Um, and if we don't give ourselves the opportunity to reflect on that and think about where that reaction might be coming from or where that sort of might be going through before we reacted, you know, maybe that went through another door before it got to our brain and then we reacted. And actually there's something internal there that we haven't worked through. If we don't give ourselves the time to, to reflect on that, then we're going to continue to just push those push those reactions out without thinking about why that might be. Yeah, definitely. So I know everyone would have done it at some point as well, where they've just pushed a thought out of their head because they, they don't like the thought of it or mm-hmm. they're not, not keen on uh, thinking about it. So they push it yeah. to the back of their mind mm-hmm. and then and then years later they'll, they'll struggle with certain things because it's coming back to them again yeah. or something's triggered that memory. And that exactly that trigger there you just mentioned, you know, off, so often we are triggered by things that we recognise in our own selves. You know, so you may be triggered by someone who's saying, um, I don't know, that they don't want to eat something one day and you might have a really huge reaction to that because it maybe it was how you felt once. Or I might be triggered by someone saying, I'm just not good enough to do this. And I might have a bigger reaction to that because I recognize those emotions in myself. And that's why, like, as a coach, we need to come at it, you know, in a really neutral position where although our experiences can support people to move forward, we need to help people draw a line and sort of move forward without those hint- those past experiences hindering their future. Um, because that it's so important of how much our past experience can mold those those reactions and yeah sorry go on I was just going to say and just sort of they literally create those reactions for us because we are recognizing and getting triggered and then having this over maybe over or under reaction um, and it's all based on our own lives 100% and I think drawing that line is a big part of it and how difficult do you think that is to draw that line it's incredibly difficult it's it's a huge challenge and it's again it's different for everybody for me I don't think I could have drawn that line without my my personal coach he really supported me to understand that it wasn't it wasn't my reality and that my reality had had shifted and that I had basically been you know creating this reality in my own mind that I wasn't good enough based on previous experiences um Whereas once I'd moved past that thought, once I was able to grow and get through it, all these doors opened, you know, all this opportunity was looking at me in the face and I had neglected opportunities um, that were that were in my life um, because I just didn't think I was good enough. And then I was able to take those forward and eventually start my own coaching business because I then believed I was good enough to do that. Yeah, so 
I suppose I've got two questions on this one as well, Ben. So did this self-reflection help with opening them doors? And how important is self that self-reflection to you? How important is self-reflection? Self-reflection was a massive part of the journey into becoming a coach. You know, I I really don't think I would have got into coaching if I hadn't been given that supported and safe space to reflect. You know, like we talked about earlier, sometimes it isn't going to be alone. Sometimes it's not going to be sat on a desk with a journal. Sometimes it's going to be in those supported conversations. Um, and that doesn't make that any less significant. And, you know, to answer your second question, I honestly believe it's so important for all of us. You know, we are often hustling, plugging away at this list of actions and, you know, sometimes for months on end. And we don't we just forget to come up for air. We forget to come up and check in with ourselves and think, what am I currently doing? What do I actually want? What am I hoping to achieve from doing all of these things? you know and asking all of these questions even if it's just thought if it's writing them down if it's talking it out with a friend or someone that you trust that is all a form of self-reflection and they really allow you to assess where you are right now and really think about that journey to move forward and to be honest I think if without stopping and reflecting there's this huge risk that in one day in a year from now you know we'll pop our heads up look around and we're miles away miles and miles away from where we thought we wanted to be or where we do want to be because we haven't stopped and looked and you know looked around at what we're doing we've we've left it for ages and we've carried on plugging away without coming up and you know really reflecting on where we are right now massively massively and I know I was very guilty of not stopping as we spoke about earlier as well, mm. where I'd, I'd work and work and work. And as much as I love my job, um, it's you've got to learn when to stop, you know, sort of how to stop. I think, I think the big thing is how with it. You mm. know, people know when they should stop, but it's how they're going to stop and when they actually will. And mm. I think a lot of, a lot of that was... Um, a little bit of a battle for me a couple of years ago I was absolutely fine and like I said I was I was in a good place but I didn't know when to stop when to rest when to take that self-reflection whereas now having this year and a half of madness um, (laughs) to say the least um, was um, gave me that time to be able to to be able to do that take the time out to reflect and I think a lot of people found the same I don't know if you did as well yeah and I think we so often think stopping is a negative it feels scary you feel like we're not on that momentum and I think as a generation we are constantly looking for the next thing what can we do now what can we do now we're always on the go we're always doing something we're always checking our phones we're always sort of keeping up with digital world but and we think that sort of stopping pausing and therefore reflecting is a negative and so we just don't do it we think that we're you know regressing we're not moving forward we're not progressing our lives our careers our businesses so we don't prioritize that um but for me it has been so so important and something I've tried to incorporate from the very get-go and something I try and do regularly to sort of keep on top of it 
Yeah, definitely. And I think doing it regularly is, is a big thing as well. So can you can you give an example then of when you've used self-reflection? And it doesn't have to be in the last year and a half. It can be five, six, seven years ago as well. Um, can you give us an example? I would say, to be honest, that I didn't do much self-reflection before the last year. I didn't really see what value it would add to my life. Um, and to be honest, it led to a lot of false starts, a lot of sort of feeling a little bit lost. Um, and it wasn't until I sort of incorporated it quite regularly, which I do now, um, that I've seen the benefit of that. So for me, I try and reflect every day, really. I, I like I say, I use my journal and I will sort of emotionally download the day either in the morning or in the evening. And what I try and do is recognise things that I'm grateful for um, and try and make sure I'm reminding myself of my goals. I think goals are really, really important within self-reflection because, it, like I said, it enables us to see where we are now, but where we're, where we're looking forward to, where we're going, what direction we're moving into, what direction we're moving in and what the sort of end goals are. And trying to enjoy that journey I suppose um so that's what I try and do I remind myself of my goals I write down what I'm grateful for now and I just let myself download onto the paper emotionally and you know just talk to myself really um let myself know what's been going on so I can therefore reflect and read back I think that's brilliant as well and I think it's that looking back to move forward Mm. is such a key part of it and I think it's a part that we do you think it's a part that we almost don't want to do sometimes possibly um you know it's again it's it's scary isn't it to be really honest with ourselves and tell ourselves where we're at give ourselves a bit of accountability I've been able to use that journal in in a great way for me because when I started I was sort of more I was more in the social media management world and I've now got a journal that takes me from there to feeling really really lost to potentially deciding to work with a coach to making the investment of a coach to feeling that absolute euphoria when I decided to become a coach myself um, and the and the journey that's been from there supporting clients seeing their wins seeing their breakthroughs so I've I've literally got my own book that documents that journey from you know from start to where I am now and you know in a year from a year's time from now I'll be able to look back and and remember and reflect on where that journey started and sometimes we can see those those negatives we can pick up on things where they maybe didn't work out but we can also pick up on the positives and be really, really grateful for the opportunities we've had and really grateful for the journey that we've had and really proud of ourselves, really grateful for the person we were then for deciding to do this, to allow ourselves to get to where we want to be. I think that's so important um, to try and create those positive emotions whilst reflecting. Definitely. And I know I look back a couple of months ago when I first when I first started before, obviously, um, I started this in December, but I looked back a couple of months ago and I went, wow, okay, some of the notes I wrote uh, mm. were, were interesting to, to look back on. And and I looked and I went, okay, so I decided to do that. I've done that. I've done that. And we never tell ourselves how 
I suppose we don't need to tell ourselves, but we need to think it, uh, how proud we are of ourselves sometimes. Where yeah. we, we, we are really guilty of that, where we, we'll constantly go, oh, I've not done this, I've not done that. And then we've gone, hang on, when have we ever thought, oh, well, actually, I've done this mm-hmm. and I've done this well. Yeah. So is is that a key point? Was there a specific point where you've done that? Do you know where you said, yeah. obviously, your journal, you did a journal about um, your your business? And is, was there a specific point of self-reflection that you remember that helped you sort of shape what it is today? I remember writing in my journal today, is the day my life changes. I've just invested £3,000 in a coach. Wow. And I'll have that forever. I'll have that, you know, forever and ever when I'm, you know, investing much, much more money than that in coaching and back into my business. I will still have that. And I also like to record myself, you know, when I have moments of real breakthrough. I shared on my Instagram actually that I recorded myself after my discovery call with my coach um, because I just felt so emotional and I wanted to capture that adrenaline, that emotion before I made, because I hadn't made the decision yet if I was going to do it. And I recorded myself and literally spoke to myself about how I felt, what was going through my mind so that the next day I could look back and see it on my face and you know, that's something I really encourage people to do. I encourage my clients to do it when they jump off a call with me. I'm like, go out and take your phone and video yourself. You don't have to show anybody in this world, but you will have it and you will be able to look back and think about that moment, but think about what emotion you're feeling right now. And, you know, emotion and life, like I say, it goes so quickly. We move so fast from one moment to the next. And if we don't sort of capture those moments, then they just disappear and some of them are huge huge moments in our lives so I try however I can to capture the big ones that feel really really important in growth and and progression for myself amazing and I I love the video idea as well of recording yourself and capturing that moment so would you say that's the most powerful reflection tool you've had so far I think so yeah I think it I've done it a few times um I do it if I need to give myself a pep talk as well I'll you know jump on a on a video with myself like it's a video call and say you know here we go this is why we want to do this This is what the goal is you know check in with me afterwards and I just think it's great accountability and if we can really open that dialogue with ourselves then it really grows that confidence to enable you to do it with other people um, in different spaces and it's massively helped my confidence just jumping on video even sending voice notes that sort of thing it, it really helps but the video that video I will remember for the rest of my life and I will have it for the rest of my life and I'm so proud of myself that I did it because it felt scary filming it at the time but it the, the emotion in it is so raw and I've even shared a snippet on my Instagram actually so you can go and watch it but it, it was so raw and it was so um, it was so real. And watching that video was the reason I decided to make the investment because I saw how much it meant to myself and I knew I'd forget about it in, in a day or two. Um, so that's why I wanted to capture it. And it has been super powerful for me. 
that passion is amazing and you should be really really proud of yourself as well because that's amazing from where you've come from to do what you're doing now and then I'm mm. sure you'll go on to do even better things as well which is which is brilliant and how how many again I'm just thinking back to when when I look back sometimes and thought I remember when I was that passionate about it and I think I think it's quite easy to lose that mm-hmm. it's quite easy to gain that passion for something it's it but it's so hard to keep keep hold on to it to hold on to it yeah that's it and and again I think sometimes it's knowing that you're not going to love sort of everything every day if you like so everything Mm -hmm. you're doing you're not you're not going to like everything about what you're doing or everything about your your job or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be but it's that discipline to sort of stick with it and stick through the tough times and appreciate the good ones just as much Mm -hmm. I think looking back for me at things where I went oh I remember when I was that passionate about that I need to bring that back into my life I yeah. think um I just think that's so powerful do you agree yeah I agree with you completely and I think the passion has to be where it comes from it has to stem from that it, you know that is the one thing that we can rely on really and yeah it will dwindle it will feel difficult at times but nothing in life is going to be 100% easy 100% linear you are going to go up and down and it's really about building up that foundation that mindset that support system that you can rely on when those days come around I recently had a call with my coach and I felt rubbish I he could see it on my face as soon as I joined the call and you know we spent 45 minutes really dissecting that why I was feeling that way how I could move forward and, you know, I came off the call feeling amazing again, feeling, you know, realigned with my goals, realigned with my actions. And, you know, that's been what I've been focusing on. And that's what I do for, for my clients. And it's about having space, having someone and uh, support people around you that can remind you of why you're doing what you're doing. It's so, so important. Like you say, it's not going to be 100% all the time. It never is going to be like that. That's just not reality. But it is just remaining laser focused on the why, the why you're doing this. What is it that you're trying to do? And for me, the way I see, you know, women's eyes change on their video calls with me when they suddenly believe that they can actually have more. I can do this. Yeah. Literally. Oh, my God. I can't believe I can actually do this. Yeah. And they're just beaming ear to ear and they go oh my god I could do this I could do this yes 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 you can you can do all of those things and they've never heard it before they've always had doors closed in their face no you can't do that no you're not qualified no you can't do this and suddenly I just open all the doors and I'm like do you know what there aren't any rules there aren't any limits you can have whatever you want you just have to be ready to take it on consistent in your action and genuinely have that belief and you know once you once you get, fall in love with that, fall in love with the process, um, that's what doesn't dwindle. So yeah, I completely agree. The passion can feel like it's not always there, but remembering that why, remembering why you started is never going to go away. So, that's so important as well. The why is is key. I think uh, when passion meets purpose, that's a key one as well. Exactly. And again, knowing, knowing your why is is part of that and it's it's just again 
going back to why you started in the first place, yeah, that just shows the power of reflection and self. Hundred percent, hundred percent, it does. Because if you can, if you feel like in those moments you're you're not really sure what to do, am I really on the right track? I'm not really sure if this is the right thing for me. If you go back and you read those journal entries, you watch those videos of yourself literally buzzing with excitement and passion and drive it reignites something can you when it's your own words when it's your own voice um it does something to you and that's why you know I've seen people before say to record yourself talking to yourself about your goals and tell yourself how important it is that you meet those goals because when you feel like giving up you watch those videos back of yourself telling yourself how important it is to you and there's I mean there's nothing much more powerful than that listening to yourself that is an interesting one I've, I'll definitely write that down um, <laughs> so, yeah, just, uh, yeah that because that I, I've never really thought of that myself before where you, you're telling yourself you, you tell yourself you can do it uh, quite a lot of the time I, I know I certainly do but recording yourself mm-hmm. and actually it takes it up watching it back is is powerful because how can you say no to yourself like oh. that you're contradicting yourself or you you disagreeing with yourself exactly you don't want to do that so yeah yeah that that would certainly be a tool that i'll uh i'll be uh, <laughs> going forward i think uh, like i said a lot of people would probably look at you and go what are you doing but i think it's it's such a great method of uh mm. of doing that and dealing with something whatever's thrown at you to sort of come back from and reflect on and then use that to to fuel you really and mm. I think I think it does does self sort of criticism come into reflection as well probably self-analysis more does it come into reflection do you think and do you think that helps you moving forward 100% for me um I am still learning I'm still on this journey to become the best coach I can be and for me that means you know looking back on my calls with clients thinking about how I could do things differently could I have done that differently how can I be the best that I can be for them so I think definitely um, self-analysis I try not to be too critical unless it's constructive because otherwise it's just going to go down the wrong way but I think that absolutely it's about sort of always looking for how you can improve you know none of us are the best at anything and we can always learn and we can always be better and if you have that mindset that mentality where you can always learn then you're always going to do well because you know no one's no one's going to be an expert at everything um so I try and use self-reflection I suppose in a different way well I don't really journal necessarily like that but I definitely look back on work or on calls with with clients where I think how could I have done that differently yeah and I think applying that knowledge of what you've learned from is a key part of it as well in terms of you reflect on it you use that sort of to help you and then you apply that knowledge further exactly like when you have a go at things um like for example a great example of sort of resilience and reflection it'll be riding a bike because you first get on 
and all right, some people are quite lucky the first time to get on it to ride it, but it's very, very rare. And yeah. I think you think back to something as simple as that, where you you got back up and you got on with it. And even in that two, three, four seconds, you, you're reflecting. You're saying, okay, we're right, what what did I do well there? Um, what didn't I do so well there? What do I need to do to mm. make sure that I can ride this bike? And I think you can apply that to anything in life, really. Yeah. And I think it might not even be as deep as that at that level. It's almost like, what, what does it take to do this? What works? What doesn't work? Okay, what do I need? And it literally needs to put my foot on the pedal and literally need to put my foot on that pedal. And sometimes I just need to trust the process. I just need to trust myself and go on two wheels. But, you know, it can be hard to, to look at things like that. And I think it takes um, a lot of inner work and mindset work to be able to sort of self-reflect and be critical but not a negative I think there's a real risk there of pushing yourself too far and being overcritical. so I try to make sure I don't do that and keep it keep it positive and constructive as much as possible yeah and I think we're so good at doing that we are where we criticize ourselves so much and we're so harsh on ourselves we are that we don't give ourselves a chance, a sort of a chance, really, a chance yeah. to go and do what we can. We're holding, we, we hold ourselves <laughs> back almost. And it comes back to those limiting beliefs that we talked about earlier. You know, we as humans love to be right. We want to be right about everything. So we will look for evidence of things that we believe ourselves. And if I sit here and believe I'm not good enough, then I'm going to self-reflect and look for evidence that I'm not good enough look at that that wasn't good enough look at that that wasn't good enough but if I believe genuinely believe that I am good enough then I'll reflect and I'll look for evidence that I am good enough at what to do what I do and so really it stems from starting with that mindset starting with those limiting beliefs and making sure you have a really good foundation so that when you are reflecting you're seeing things that are really going to be constructive and not just trying to you know, damage yourself and be overcritical and overly harsh to yourself. Yeah, definitely. And it's about managing that process sort of thing, isn't it? Again, that trust in that process. Mm -hmm. Three key words that I've learned this year and trust the process is is so, so key. Go go with it. You're running your own race. Just make sure you stay in your own lane. You focus on you. Yeah, it's lovely to help other people. Obviously, that's what we do. That's what we certainly try mm-hmm. and do anyway. But you're putting yourself first. Not many people do. And it's a key part for your own self-development. 100%. And putting yourself first and working on yourself, as in our field, certainly makes us be able to provide and serve other people better. Um, you know, from my perspective as a coach, I know that my clients – will be limited by my beliefs as well and if I believe that they're not going to be successful or they're not going to achieve that goal they won't so it's my job to fully invest and believe in these people and in their dream which I 100% do every single time so they can see how it is possible because I believe it is possible they can believe it's possible um because we're really restricted sometimes by the people we trust you know we've all got our own scenarios be it family relationships personal friends where they question that oh you know isn't that a bit risky shouldn't you go for a stable job and we're constantly having to 
remind ourselves that we can actually do this. No, this is the right path for me. And constantly have to justify our our reasons and our actions to people who don't buy into this and they don't understand it. Um, so it can be quite challenging for people, especially when they're brand new and they're, especially when they're just starting on their journey to have to combat all of those things as well. It's tough. It's really tough. And I know loads of people where they've been told, well, you can't do this. You, mm-hmm. you can't do that because you've not got a stable job. Well, you know, actually, they can or I can mm-hmm. or whoever can, really. So does self-reflection, would you say in that case, help everyone? I believe it absolutely can help everybody if they give it a try and if they're not too keen to sort of stick to the rule book there isn't a rule book it needs to be what works for them you know it really is about spending some time with yourself with your thoughts um and you know even just that can be a roadblock when we don't have the sort of accountability and the motivation you think I can just skip it no one's going to ask me if I've done it um so it, it can be challenging but we know ourselves better than anyone else does but we never actually give ourselves the chance to dig a bit deeper into that we never give ourselves a chance to push that further and like we've talked about you know everyone's moving so quickly and you know without reflecting how can you really move forward without that clarity how can you really move forward towards goals if you don't really know where you are? How can you really move forward towards goals if you don't really know what's worked? So I honestly believe it can really benefit anybody if they choose to really try. Um, you know, there's something that all of us can learn from just pausing and listening to ourselves a bit more. Yeah, that pause as well. I think that's a, that's a key one. I know some of us, um, I certainly sometimes didn't use to pause a lot and yeah. I know a few people who are the same as well and try and sort of use that pause button as much as possible and um, as much as we'd love to do that sometimes we feel like we can't and I think it's sort of that in- initial reaction of no we can't do that because we've got to do this this and this we've mm-hmm. got that much to sort of do that we feel like we can't do it and you absolutely can it's just applying yourself as much as possible to the process exactly so again so how how often do you try and self-reflect then I try and do it every day I think I try and make time for it every day as much as I can um I think it's important to keep it up regularly I mean some of those more intense sessions where I'll look at goals and things like that is a little less um frequent but I certainly get my journal every day and just give myself some time and space to reflect on how I feel and just write those things down, have a read back about how I felt maybe the week before. And again, look forward, look forward to those goals. Where am I where am I at now? And I also have my regular calls with my coach as well, which are really helpful. They give me accountability, they give me motivation to keep pushing and keep pushing. So as much as I can, definitely um, daily with the journal and I would say at least once a week with goal setting. 
yeah, and I think there's like you said, there's different ways of doing that as we've discussed as well. I know I certainly try and do it daily. Do you think we instinctively do it throughout the day without realising? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think we don't label it as reflection. But if we're just thinking about how we're feeling right now, oh, do you remember when or oh what are you looking forward to? That's all reflection. It's all self reflection. Um so I think we are a bit more open minded to what we're already doing and just maybe try and push that a little bit further, then it wouldn't take too much more effort to see to reap those benefits. No, definitely not. And I think it again it takes a lot sort of uh it doesn't sorry, it doesn't take a lot to to do. But mm. it's sort of uh, it's how we think about it and and how often maybe we log it, not just in our heads, but mm. write it down or record it or exactly. think about it and think back about it as well. And I think it's it's an easy skill to do, but it's an easy skill not to do. Yeah, and it shouldn't be a chore. You know, it shouldn't be something that no. we dread. But totally sometimes agree. it should be something that we encourage ourselves to do even when we're not feeling 100% because sometimes I'll open my journal I'll write the date and nothing comes out and I'm like you know what I tried and I'll close the journal and move on but sometimes I really don't feel like it I make myself open my journal and loads comes out because I'm just I just needed to offload so it's you know making sure we're encouraging ourselves to reflect but not forcing it so it doesn't feel like a chore we don't feel pressured um, we shouldn't feel like it's a negative experience and I think that's quite important it needs to feel natural and it needs to feel something that really does benefit you yeah and uh, I remember seeing something this was uh, quite a few years ago now and I think someone had put taking a well-earned break after opening up my software <laughs> <laughs> when starting something and it, it made me it made me laugh uh, at the time and mm. it still does now I think but I think you it's sort of looking at that now. Um, looking at that now, it's 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 funny, but it's it's important to know that we can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you said, sometimes nothing is going to come out, and it's and that's fine, you know, because like you said, you tried, you gave it a go, you you've had your sort of attempts at self-reflecting through the day and that's self-reflection enough because you might turn around and go, do you know what? I've, I've, I actually can't think of anything that I really, really see mm-hmm. as critical to reflect on throughout, throughout the day today. And you might not have had that much. It's just little things that you probably don't even realize are going on in your daily lives anyway. So you just yeah. sort of don't see it as a reflection point. Mm. You know, our brains are sponges we literally soak up everything we soak up every conversation every experience we ever experience is is stored in our body for life and you know sometimes it just does us good to give ourselves space to not absorb anything but to just download some of that information you know I always think about you know the Harry Potter film when Dumbledore takes the wand and he takes the memory out of his mind and he places it somewhere else because he yeah. doesn't want to think about it anymore. And that's how I think about journaling. It's just sort of downloading something, putting it somewhere, you know, that I can come back to and think about or that I needed to just get out of my system. I think sometimes it can just serve us in that way. But like I say, it's it's something that should feel natural. And sometimes, you know, you, like I say, you open your book 
or you go to film and nothing comes out and I feel like that is still a form of self-reflection because you've thought about what you would like to, to say or what you would like to, to get out that day and you know it's okay that it doesn't always happen it's just giving yourself that space to pause and the opportunity to reflect. Yeah definitely and it was interesting analogy about harry potter and i'm not gonna see that film in the same way again now but um, yeah it is um it is a very good point of how like you can just transferring things onto paper or just getting it out there on i don't know a video or just speaking to someone even if it's simple as that can help just sort of alleviate that pressure that's building up in your mind without you even realizing it and i think that's that's key and that's so so important to think about how you're reflecting why you're reflecting and why you want to sort of not eradicate that thought but sort of put it somewhere where it's stored and it's out of the way so mm. it's in doing your performance going forward like you spoke about earlier as yeah. well so so again i think i think that's key what so what advice then would you give to someone wanting to incorporate self-reflection into their everyday lives? Well, I would start by saying it's never too late to start. It's never too late. And don't ever be ashamed that this isn't something that you already do. You know, it's only looking forward. It's, you know, looking to how you can improve your life further and adding self-reflection into your everyday life. It's just going to really help you feel a lot more clear give you that clarity and like we've talked about that space that space to to pause and to create actions to really think about where you want to be um I would say if it feels completely overwhelming just start small and this could be just a list of things that you're grateful for that day you know I'm grateful for the roof over my head I'm grateful for the sun in the morning I'm grateful for coffee most days that's what I say (laughs) I'm grateful for my dog or um you know, my walk that I do every day. I'm grateful for the opportunity to exercise. Anything like that. Really get into the habit of being grateful and expressing gratitude for the things that we just we just take for granted every day. Um, I would start there. And, you know, maybe next step from there would be looking at some goals um, for the next six to 12 months. Something that I like to do is to list what I, I do have and be. So an action under do, for example, I want to run a sub 35K um, to be. So, for example, I want to be the best coach I can be and to have, for example, I want to have X amount of clients by this time. So you sort of separate it into those three areas and it helps you to explore those three areas of your life. So sort of not all, not all necessarily material, but also personal and also experiences as well. So I would start there. That's how I would incorporate into my everyday life. You know, for my clients, self-reflection is something we've provided through coaching and it's providing that space to help them explore and also giving them that support to break through any limiting beliefs. Um, And as I've shared as well, you know, investing in my coach was one of the biggest things for me where I started to see value in self-reflection. Um, you know so if for example you're feeling really overwhelmed and you feel like you're not really sure where to start on your own then it could be a good idea to look into some support from a coach if that was something you'd like to you know 
explore a little bit more I would say start small work your way up but if you feel like you need support there are so many amazing coaches out there who can provide that for you amazing and I think we'll we'll go on to your business a little bit more uh, later because I certainly want to hear a little bit more about it and um but I thought it was interesting that you said about uh, writing the simple things down like for example um like said your dog or coffee or yeah. food or drink I think and I think for people I think people think that when they're writing their self-reflection down each day and they automatically go oh I, I can't do that mm. it's part of it is because they're thinking oh I have to write 20 new things down today or five new things down today and mm. about not knowing that you can actually write the same things down would you agree with that I think there's an, it's an interesting idea that people say I can't and I can this is your reflection this is your life you can do whatever feels right for you and there aren't any rules for me and you know for lots of people really expressing gratitude for those things that we have every single day those basic necessities is really really powerful you know running water out of the tap Yorkshire tea instead of PG tips you know personal <laughs> choice and things like that that you know the small joys that you have every day that you know make you smile in the morning take those moments and be grateful for them because it will put you in a really good headspace you know I've talked before about you know how you feel on a sunny morning you feel like everyone's a little bit brighter everybody's happier you know the the world seems a happier place when the sun's shining and if we can always put ourselves in that place of gratitude then naturally we start making decisions for our better selves for our happier selves which can be so so powerful even if you just start the morning by you know just expressing gratitude for those things that you may have just looked over before yeah definitely and that I agree with that 100 percent and I certainly agree with Yorkshire Tea over PG to well, so, um, that's 100%. Uh, so, yeah, again, that uh, that's, a, that's a very good uh, point on that on that as well. So, again, is, uh, so you're going, going to your business then. Mm. What, um, can you sort of expand a little bit more about what you do and specifically is such or do you mind sharing any yeah. examples of what you've done? Absolutely. So um, I run Glow and Grow Coaching and it's all about supporting women to, you know, be able to want more. You know, so often so many women are, you know, oh, I do this or I do that. I couldn't do that because of this. When really they've got this huge passion for baking or running or they love making personalised items and they want to turn that into their full time hustle, essentially. And really what we see is, so many women don't pursue it because they don't feel good enough you know like we talked about before they can't see a space for themselves they don't feel like they it's it's achievable so they don't try and what where I come in is really injecting that belief um really supporting people to work through those limiting beliefs and move past them and then starting to work up a plan for future setting some goals you know and then I have a 12-week program where we, they have, you know, various calls over the 12 weeks where they can come in and check in and we can work through anything that's coming up for them. You know, um, Amy, who you've obviously had on the podcast before, 
I'm her coach yeah. and you know she went from running because you know she had COVID and she wanted to get fit to now supporting you know many many women throughout Southampton to achieve their running goals and you know we're projecting her being able to quit her nine-to-five job we're projecting her working with over 100 women by the end of the year and you know I'm seeing this person in front of me literally starting to believe in her abilities as a running a running coach and that is what I do what I do you know it's incredible when you start to see what inner belief can do for people um so yeah that's what that's what I do as a coach it really is amazing and it's it's a great feeling and I don't think there's much better feeling than someone growing someone that you're coaching growing and developing Mm -hmm. themselves and I think it's a massive shout out to Amy as well because Amy did incredibly well on on this podcast as well and I know a lot of people have said she provided a lot of value and I'm sure mm-hmm. you will too and I just think it's just think it's incredible for what you, for what you're you're doing do you find things like that then obviously examples like that with Amy for example how much does that motivate you? Looking looking back on that, self-reflecting on that, how much does that motivate you going forward to do what you're doing? And carry it's, on? it's literally everything for me. You know, I I feel so connected to the women that I work with because I literally am growing with them. As I, you know, I'm right at the beginning of my coaching business and, you know, I'm working with the coach myself. So I understand the, the investment and I understand what, you know, what it can do for you. So I'm, you know, only two steps in front of these women who are learning what I'm learning who and it's it is all the motivation that I need to watch someone go from Jess, I'm not really sure, to oh my god, I've just got goosebumps because I just believed in myself. Like literally, I've come off those calls on top of the world, literally on top of the world. And you know, I reflect, I journal, I make sure I capture those moments to keep me motivated to keep me moving forward on that momentum um so it's interesting how we're all reflecting on experiences with each other and they all push us in different ways whatever journey we're on so yeah those moments for me are you know they're absolute pure magic yeah and I think that is massive as well when you see people like Amy and various other people as well working so hard to develop themselves further and mm-hmm. like you said you're going on that journey with them as well do you find that you share some experiences of what they shared as well for example so if have you had somebody that's come up to you where they've said oh this this and this has happened and um I want to know how to deal with this and you've gone oh yes I've been in the same situation yeah of course I think like I shared one of my biggest things was not feeling good enough and it's something that is so common so so common across the field and you know it can look different ways that thought can present in different ways and my job as a coach is to sort of break down that that conversation and think about you know um, is what I'm hearing that they don't feel good enough because that then is that a limiting belief that we can then work on and work through. So absolutely, you know, I am able to help those clients because I know exactly how it feels to feel, you know, heartbroken, to feel 
you know disappointed in myself to feel like I can't do this and I I don't I'm not good enough to do it there's no space for me I I just I can't do it I can't do it and I know exactly how that feels it's so it's so disheartening and it's so debilitating and it means it just it just stops you in your in your tracks and the only way I was able to move through that was to work with someone who like I said was an outsider really in my life and was able to look at it with a brand new perspective. Um, for example, you know, one of my clients came to me on a on one of our calls and was explaining the things that she'd done that week in a really sort of, I don't feel like this is good enough. But when I read them back to her, the list of things that she'd done, she felt completely different. You know, oh, wow, that sounds like a lot. And because she just hadn't allowed herself to see all of this stuff that she'd done was massive progress, she just didn't feel like it was good enough and when I was able to help her see that it was the the perspective completely changed the self-belief completely changed and there wasn't any new information it was just that tweak of perspective was what she needed perspective is everything in terms of reflection or quite a lot of it anyway yeah because there's so many times where people have come up to me or I've gone up to them and they've gone do you know what I didn't think of it that way yeah you know yeah but you've done this brilliantly and they go yeah but I haven't done this and yeah but if you look at it from this point of view this Mm -hmm. is and I think again that happens on a daily basis without you sort of realizing really just with simple things but just how important is so perspective is massive as well Mm. how important would you say is opening your mind when reflecting hugely important um you know how can you reflect if you feel closed-minded and you're not allowing yourself to go into those different areas and really actually reflect on how that's making you feel you know all I ask for my clients is just come to your call with an open mind that's all I need because everything else will just happen like magic (laughs) all I need is an open mind to think about things in a different way to consider things in a different way um you know and that's all my job really is to just say have you considered this have you considered this and they said well no I haven't and I'm just okay well I'll just leave that there for you to consider because it's just those unique perspectives having that open mind and allowing yourself to think about things in a new way it really is quite transformative what that can do for you you know we are all like I said to you before we're all experiencing life based on our past experiences it all goes through those funnels of what we've already experienced and what we already believe to be true about ourselves and about life and about other people we already think this is the world that this is the world that exists this is the way things are so whenever we experience something new we project that experience onto anything new that comes into our life and if someone can come in and have a new perspective and say well I understand where you're coming from but have you considered this it completely changes the game for some people they're like well no I didn't think that was possible or I didn't think that's how it could be and so sometimes it just takes that unique perspective of it with an open mind to completely change the game 180. Yeah and I think did you say yours was your coach was it purely your coach or was it part of yourself as well? I think I've got really supportive yeah, I think I've got a really supportive um, family as well. And 
certainly they've helped me to reflect on the past and reflect on what I really truly want um but it wasn't until I had worked with my coach that we opened the door to coaching once we got there a whole load of self-reflection came in just personally thinking about oh wow I, I helped that person do this and oh wow I, I helped that person do that as well that was probably coaching and I never really thought about it like that I just I just thought I was having a conversation or I just thought I was helping but because I was able to get past that limiting belief I was then able to start thinking about it in a new dimension and actually you know I opened a self-esteem group at school at, you know wow. at 16 years old and wow. I mean how connected is that to coaching it's unbelievable but I never allowed myself to go down that path I never thought that that's what I could do didn't think I was qualified didn't think I was good enough so even though it took me to, to get a coach to be able to open that door that's just the beginning and it then took a lot of self-reflection to sort of thinking about things that have already happened and oh wow like that that was probably some coaching there what can I learn from it um and thinking about where I want to go in the future because you know my goals massively changed once I was able to open that door and my coach couldn't do that for me that was that was in my in my court so it absolutely was balanced it was mixed um and I'm grateful for the opportunity to get there with my coach but I'm also really proud of myself for taking it forward from there yeah definitely and I think that that potential you don't really realize in yourself sometimes until Mm -hmm. you've looked back and you've sort of it it almost takes reflection afterwards when you've already achieved something where you've gone hang on actually yeah I actually did that in school so like you said you did your self-esteem group so the potential was there and you just didn't realize and I think a lot of that is down to comparison against other people mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm I'm not quite where they are yet or no Huge. you won't you won't be there you won't be where they are yet because they're on a completely different journey to you yeah you know and I think have you found that before as well oh comparison was a huge problem for me a huge problem for me at the beginning of the year and it used to just break my heart like I, I just used to think I can't do this I'm not as good as that person look how quickly they've grown look how quickly they've done that but I realized that I was in that negative space because I was doing something that I didn't feel aligned to. And naturally I wasn't having the same results because I wasn't in that space. I wasn't that person. And I kept comparing, you know, almost apples and pears. It was completely different. You know, I do think there is a space for comparison at times, you know, when it's healthy and when you think about, that person did this and so you know that means I can do that too and, and it inspires you to move forward but rarely does comparison lead to that and it's so much more about that negative space and you know we often find that leads to that imposter syndrome coming in feeling like a fraud feeling like again you're not good enough so it was a huge problem for me at the beginning I really don't find myself doing it anymore because I feel so much more aligned and I can see the value that I add in a different space to anybody else. So that's, I think it's really important that you, you find that space for yourself. You work on that mindset, you feel really aligned to your action and your goals. And then that sort of comparison, it does fade away. Yeah. I think that's, that's key. And it's sort of, 
not uh, it's it's putting yourself first like we said earlier where mm. you you're looking back you're going okay fine i've uh, i've got to stop sort of looking at what other people are doing because they're doing things in certain ways because of this reason or because of this situation mm-hmm. and you've got to sort of go right now do you know what i'm going to get there or i'm going to get to a certain place where i want to get maybe perhaps even where they are now and but i'm going to do it try and do it in this path or this pathway i know people that have gone into the same profession and are doing the same job and i think quite a lot of people are doing the same thing where um they'll do a mindset thing for example and they'll go oh well, i did this route so i did the degree route then this this and this and then someone will go well I didn't really fancy university or degree route, so I wanted to go through um, an MVQ route or a diploma route where they're going through coursework with, but then working alongside it as well. So, again, sort of looking at different perspectives and it's sort of taking the time out to reflect on that and then mm. go, oh, what would be the best option for me? Yeah, and ultimately it's just refocusing on what it is for you. You know, what do you want? Because everybody's got different goals everybody's working towards different things and if your focus and energy is being spent looking at what someone else is doing and you know using that to negatively reflect on yourself then that's wasted energy you know it's energy that you could spend on working on your own things and creating actions and that are going to genuinely move the needle for you towards your goals towards what you actually want so you know for people who are finding themselves comparing a lot I would genuinely recommend that you do some self-reflection and thinking about those goals thinking about where you want to be do you really want to be where they are or is it just that you know you're not sure where you should go so you think I should go where they are you know just because it's not been done before that doesn't mean that you can't do it you know I think there's something around we get nervous to do something new we want to follow a route that's already exists so I would encourage anyone feeling like that to to do some self-reflection and become more realigned with what you want, refocus on what you want, rather than spending your energy on looking at what other people are doing. Definitely, definitely. And I think that's that's key when looking at what your what your goals are and what you want to achieve going forward. You're looking at other people can get you to places, but it can only get you so far on your journey mm. whereas focusing on yourself can get you to where you want to go eventually with the help of others as well but just focusing on yourself is is key so uh, last question mm-hmm. um and it's kind of an on-the-spot question so it's it's up to you how you answer it, obviously but just curious so what is if you could reflect on something from today, what would be a reflection point for you today regarding anything? And that okay. is a tough question. <laughs> well, tough certainly, this is obviously a, a brand new experience for me. So I will be reflecting on this experience, recording my first podcast. And, you know, looking at the benefits of that, looking at um, how that will help me move towards my goals, how could I have done it better, how could I have improved, things like that. I also like to, I will emotionally download this at some point and think about, you know, 
and just make sure that I keep something I didn't do today was set an intention so I'll look at that as well today you know why didn't I do that could I have got on up early earlier and and made time for that this morning you know what got in my way um and that's not absolutely not beating myself up that's just saying okay it didn't happen today why was that is there anything I can do what what do I need to be able to do that because I know the benefit of it um so yeah that's what I would say I will be reflecting on today and you know again recognizing where I want to be and making sure that I feel aligned to everything that I'm doing that's amazing and you did brilliantly on the spot there by the way so well done. <laughs> um, so no uh Jess thank you so so much for for coming on to the podcast today and uh, I I've certainly taken some value from it and I've certainly wrote a couple of notes that written a couple of notes down as well so it'll be uh, a lot to, to take away from for me as well and hopefully obviously like I said we can we can um, work together again at, at some point but um, your your glow grow coaching is is incredible so and it's really ins- inspiring and inspirational so a massive thanks for coming on again today and hopefully um inspiring so many um listeners as well so really really appreciate it and again like i said if you're listening and you've got any questions for jess and i'm sure she'd be more than happy to um to answer any questions i hope that's okay jess absolutely yeah happy to take any questions um and i'm on instagram if you want to reach out and connect yeah definitely go and go and uh, follow it it's it's glow grow coaching glow grow coaching yeah yeah cool um so yeah please please go and give uh jess's page a follow because it's so inspirational and um you there's so much value you can take from the the page as well so again a massive thank you as as always for listening and yeah a massive thank you to you jess because uh you've been incredible and you've provided a lot of value to to this podcast so thank you very much thank you so much for having me i've really enjoyed it no worries take care speak to you soon bye bye wow what great knowledge and experience jess brought to that episode on the podcast and just brilliant what she does to support herself how she uses self-reflection on a daily basis to support her own well-being and develop herself further on a regular basis and to share that with us is incredible really so a massive thank you to you Jess for coming on to the Ready Set Mind podcast it is much appreciated and Again, if you want to go and follow Jess's page on Instagram, uh, it's at Glow Grow Coaching. And I really would recommend following that page to help support your development further, to help you support you with your mindset and help with some self-reflection as well as to how you can keep improving on a daily basis. So that is amazing. So that is series one on the Ready Set Mind podcast over. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everyone that has listened so far and 
everyone that has provided myself with some feedback on how to develop it further and make it better and improve it and what's gone well and what they enjoyed so a massive thank you to everyone who has listened in it's much appreciated as always and a massive massive thank you to the guests who came on to the podcast you provided so much insight and so much value certainly to me but to others as well from what I'm hearing on the feedback so that is really really good and again you were all so great and you gave up your time to come on to the podcast which is again very kind of you and it was great of you to come on so it doesn't stop there there will be a series two and it will be coming out soon not sure on the exact dates yet but it will be out as soon as possible and there are more guests lined up to come on to the podcast which is really exciting and I can't wait to welcome more guests onto the podcast to help provide you all with as much value as possible and as much advice on how you can develop your mindset further the layout will be similar to this series where there will be each days so there will be themed days throughout and there will be days to follow so again though like this series where there was themes on mindset monday and target saying tuesday there will be the same in this series as well and it will run the same so really exciting times ahead again if you want to follow us on social media it's at ready set mind set is in capitals and there will be live updates on there as well just to keep you in the loop as to when the next series will be coming out as well so there's daily posts on there as well for you to use as much as possible and hopefully they will support you on a daily basis as well so really really excited to start the next series already and I look forward to seeing you all again on the Ready Set Mind podcast. Take care. See you soon.